Are you children ready? We have been waiting on you for two hours. You guys are so immature, and you have, like, no construct on time. Like, you are absurd. At 7 o'clock my time, you said you would be ready at 8 o'clock my time. It is now 9.02 my time. Some of us have bedtime. No, no, no. I said, no, that's not, I said (laughs) 5 o'clock my time, and it's 6 now, so it's only an hour after my time. Yeah. So we've already been waiting for an hour for you, you to finish the movie. You just said like two a while and ago, and it was now like, we've waited a second hour after you said you'd be ready. It's six o'clock right now, and I said I'd be ready at five. Yeah, yeah, but you told me that at four. I told you I'd be ready at five. Yeah, yeah it's did. still six. But we already no, had that, to wait that, one no, hour no, for that you. One, no, no, that doesn't count. No, 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 no. No, no. So I'll give you one of those. The other one is null and void. Okay. Well, you also have fallen you asleep know, on me multiple no, times. No, no, no. I was just hoping I... you didn't fall asleep when you were watching this boring-ass movie. <laughs> oh, no. I had a great time. I was wide awake. You know, you know what? You know what? You know what I did? I gave you what? guys... Bonding time, friendship, good quality friendship time. All it's right? true. We watched we watched a lot of weird Satanist on YouTube. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that is, but it sounds wonderful, and I'm proud of yeah, you. It was, Thank it you. was great. It was fun. Well, you know, I I I put you guys to wait for good stuff because I needed I needed a TV, and yeah that's important for us for you to have a tv <laughs> it is I, I know i know so so for super you guys, important to me that you have a tv right now wait so for you guys i i got a tv and i set it up and how much thought did you put into this camera angle uh zero okay good because i can see your Bayesian station over yeah, there yeah you got way too no, much dude, solution, man. you know what dude here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing my little deviants Together we will find the right ingredients We will stir the food That is the horror soup And the last thing you will find Is a spaghetti hoop There's eyes and flies And anything that dies There's a nasty surprise in every Welcome to Horror Soup. Today we're going to be talking about a movie that Caleb absolutely loves. One of his favorite movies this isn't what we're doing. of all time. Shut the fuck up. This isn't the <laughs> it's intro. Alive. It's this alive. This is the intro. Leonard Cohen. I mean, Larry Leonard. Cohen. The Cohen brothers. You're making me so goddamn angry right now. It is not even funny. <laughs> first off. It's pretty funny. First pretty off. Funny. First off. This is my fucking show, and It's Alive is a film made by the legend himself, Larry Cohen. You're Rest right. In peace. I love this stuff. Okay. And you're shitting all over It's Alive? Like, like you're kind of- I'm not- uh, No. 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 Shitting is not the word. Maybe taking a piss on it. Maybe. But that's it. Mm-hmm. 
Look, dude, It's Alive is one of the greatest movies in the world. And the thing is, uh, for the audience and everyone who's listening, if you guys aren't familiar with Larry Cohen, he's kind of a B-movie legend of sorts. He made Maniac Cop, uh, as James said, The Stuff. I don't know why I had, like, that weird stutter thing right there. And he also made this, like, Uncle Sam movie about killing I saw that title. People. Is that legit? Is it actually Uncle Sam? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very patriotic film. Interesting. I think it's worth a watch any day. But Larry Cohen is just a, a fucking genius, and in 1974, he decided to spend uh, $500,000 on, like, a kill- killer babies, and I think it was a $500,000 very well spent, and I think everyone else in the world would agree if they weren't, like, very small-minded like James. No, I agree that it's it's a really great $500,000 movie. James, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> It might be the best five hundred thousand dollar movie. Sure. Okay, I'll I'll take that. What about the best movie of all time? It's not the best movie of all time. The best killer baby movie of all time. That might be true. Infant. Except maybe, except maybe the sequels. I the thing that I struggle with a little bit on it's alive james james hold on hold on hold on okay I can't do that yet. I can't talk about it yet. We have a. I'm not supposed to talk about the movie yet. We have a guest here. Oh yeah, you need, oh, and you know hi. he's actually at your God, house. I'm such so an fucking asshole. introduce him since you want to be the fucking host today. Since you want to come in, hey, I'm James Hudson. Welcome to Horse Soup. Go ahead. You told me I wasn't allowed. You and your mustache told me I wasn't allowed. Go ahead and do it. Uh, don't don't talk so about today, him that way. Today we got we got a friend. We got a friend, and his name's Devante. Hi, Devante. Hey, how are you? How are you? Uh, I get invited when they decide to watch boring movies. So here I am. No, you you guys are assholes. You, you know what? I'm really upset because I thought that I was showing. I was like, this wasn't one of those times where I was like, we're watching one of the shittiest movies around. I know what we're getting into. This is one of those times where I was like, you know what? This is going to be so much fun for everyone involved. We're going to watch It's Alive. Mm. There are really fun parts. You're You're not wrong about that. Okay. Sounds a little. I, I'm not saying I, I'd hate the movie at all. Like, I mean, we have a you do a five star rating at the end. Like, it's not like a one star movie by any means. Not even close to a one star movie. I just feel like you like patronizing me a lot with this whole intro. <laughs> he also just lied to you because he did not give a five star, and he gave it. Something. I didn't say I gave it a five star. <laughs> I think I think what Devonte's saying is the way that you just said that it it was kind of misleading. It sounded almost like you were implying either your five star or my five star or someone giving it a five star. And the I know what you were saying though. You were saying that we do a rating out of five, but you did word a little weird. Yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We do a rating out of five at the end, and it is not a one star. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. Yeah, you gave it a solid two. I don't know about that. <laughs> Look, dude, we'll talk. What, we don't need any spoilers, Devonte. You know, it's your first time on the show, and now yeah. you're over here making it your show. And we're talking about ratings in the beginning. Now you gotta cut it out. You know, you gotta, you gotta make it. Now you gotta, now you gotta edit that out. I'm not editing any of this out. You know, James, and who, who it's do you ru- think you're ruining? No, it. who do you think you are? coming in and attacking him when you just tried to steal a show to do and you're talking about we do a rating is, at the end fuck you there's a i need to there's I'm, I'm requesting censorship you don't own the goddamn place dude i'll set this whole place on fire i was gonna say hang on at this point there are two physical locations we're talking about and i'm the only one here who owns any of them look dude look dude i will take your whole fucking house <laughs> You think I won't take it? 
You think it won't be mine? <clears throat> I yeah, I I think that you would hate it. You would hate living here. Have you even been to Kentucky? I'll just make you like pay the mortgage, and I'll just sit down in your little fucking blockbuster and watch movies all day <laughs> while you wait on me, hands and toenail. I bet you got some gnarly toenails. Oh, dude, I just got this like wicked hangnail out yesterday. It was like stuffed all in there, and I like got the like you know the straight side of the toenail clipper because I got one like a double side one, one with a straight edge, and then one with like the little like clippers on the other side. And I flip it around to the straight end, yeah. and I get it like right in there, and you know I just keep pushing it up and like moving farther to the side until I get all the way out, and then I just chop that thing right off, and then oh, it's just like the most relieving feeling in the world. You just get it right out, and you're just like I feel like a toenail has been lifted from my toe. This is why Devante doesn't hang out with us. Yeah. You know what, dude? You need to calm. The, you need to. You need to really calm down. I'm showing you great movies. I'm giving you like my best stories at the. Because you know what? Here's the thing. It's 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 a pandemic right now. We're 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 COVID nineteening it up, and I don't I don't have stories. I used to like you know do things sometimes every once in a while, and then I'd make stories that would like you know at least last me a little while yeah. or something. And then now I'm like you know what? I I don't I don't have any. I can't even tap into my old stories because what am I doing now that relates to anything that I've ever done before? What what am I supposed to do? You're so what right. I, what is this world doing for me? That it's not giving me anything that I could that I could dish back out. So you know what? Right now I'm giving you the best story I have, and you're being fucking. You know I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop cursing. I'm gonna be nice. You're being very rude, and you can suck my toe. <laughs> <laughs> we already heard about how gnarly it is so that mm -hmm. doesn't sound great for you and the story is actually more scarier than the movie we just watched um i would actually i kind of <laughs> think i i think it's alive is scary in some scenes if you're in the right setting i think i think the score really does it for me the score does a lot there's mm. some good score moments there's some really good 70s uh zoom ins mm -hmm. on faces that are just great i love a good old face zoom I love it. I love it so much. What was your favorite face zoom? Do you have like a rating for them? I mean, the number one, the one that's instantly coming to mind is, uh, uh, what's her name? Le Leon. What? That's not it. The wife, the mother. She has a really great one whenever she's wearing like a, a reddish orange sweater or something like that. And I can't even remember what is said to her, <laughs> but she just like physically turns like this. Like a like a fucking Captain Kirk in the hands captain's up. chair, hands up, and then just like a nice slow zoom in right into her face. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it so much. What did they say there? I, I forget. Don't remember. I don't remember which zoom in you're talking about because I'm more intrigued with everything else that was going on. I like I'm I was here for the atmosphere. Hmm. Oh. I was here for the 70s design wallpaper and That's true. butterfly shirts and the horrific corduroy pants. You know, something I think is very interesting about this movie is Frank at the beginning is wearing this just terribly 70s shirt. And like him, whenever he's like about to become a dad is like just this like real like 
just stereotypical like dad yeah. i guess like trying to be fun but in a cringy way yes he's so <laughs> cringe and then for some reason after his wife gives birth to a monster he gets kind of suave and like almost sexy yeah he went from taking a, a bunny and bouncing it off his kid's head oh to... god the cat why was he making the cat fuck his son's face <laughs> yeah. look why did he do that it's so the weird. opening scene <laughs> All right, well, that's a good transition because today I decided <laughs> that I want to go scene by scene pretty much. I want to keep going through all of this because I think there's a lot to take in and there's a lot to discuss and there's a lot of buildup and suspense to this and it has to go piece by piece to really, really give you that effect. So, okay, guys, I'm, I'm excited. And, for, and, and second off, the man you were referring to with the beautiful uh, wardrobe, that's John P. Ryan. Rest in peace to that man. I think he is one of the greatest actors yeah. of all time. Did you? Did you? Have you ever noticed how often that man can just cry on command? I haven't. I went through his just uh, in this movie. IMDb. Okay. No, I didn't notice how often he can cry on command in this movie. He I didn't notice that at all. Like five times. It was beautiful. Good for him. <laughs> I'm sure that was very therapeutic. It's good to cry every once in a while, Caleb. It's okay. Just let it out. Go on, James. Are you are you that <laughs> detached from your emotions that like a man like being moved to tears is like that special for you? When was the last time you sat down and had a good cry, bud? Oh, do you want to be real as fuck? Yesterday, uh, I actually woke up and I called <laughs> off of work because I had a mental breakdown. I was crying for like three hours. I was that was my first cry in a while. But this guy, this guy's crying was it was so beautiful. It was like he was like. My 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 baby, my baby is demon, and then tears, tears just start pouring down his face, and like a really just like just an embrace of emotions of just he, he him baby mm. bad good good bad emotions, and then just all of it just fusing together and just tears f like soaring down his face, and it was it was a roller coaster, man. So was that before or after he made a? cat fuck his kid's face dude you know what you need to stop using that terminology because people are gonna be that's what happened people are gonna be pissed all right so let's go in <laughs> let's get into this episode so because that's not what happened <laughs> look dude i want to talk about some of the lines and not not the cats all right we don't, okay, we're, not, we're not gonna mention cats at it was disturbing wait, james, james we're not gonna talk about cats during this episode okay Okay, but there's one other important part no, about no, the no. cat. No, no, no. That's just my rule. That's my rule for today. No cats. But what about when it Look, dies? Every once in a while, I have a rule. I don't think I do it often. So when I when I say there's a rule, you know, I'm just ask. Just no, no cats today. Okay. Don't don't even don't even mention if, if your cat like makes an, a You're noise. You're doing your say, audience like, a disservice. Respond in dog noises. <laughs> oh, I don't have a cat. I'm severely allergic. Okay, well, if a cat comes around <laughs> and you have to get it out, just make dog noises so I don't know that there's a cat there. Just just for today, <laughs> okay. tomorrow, like any other day, it's fine. If just, for some reason there's a cat in my house, I'll make sure to make dog noises at it while we're on the. Okay, podcast. well, yeah, I was just saying, not even for today. Just turn the the recording. Okay, let's just shh. It's fine. It's fine. Devonte, thanks for thanks for oh coming. Oh my God, get that dog out of here! <laughs> Devonte, thanks for coming. Where'd that duck come from? I'm here for you, Devante, buddy. Devonte, thanks it's for okay. coming. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm. Right. Thanks for having me on. Okay, guys. So I want to talk about some of the lines early on. 
Because there's some good little zingers in here, dude. Like, there was one that was like, hey, uh, your mother pops one out every 11 years or so, which I thought was just, you know, just a quality, like, dad yeah. thing to say, you know, just like, ha, dude, you ever seen a baby come out? They come out every, like, once in a blue moon. Uh, so anyway, um, there was another one that was like, ah, I'm so glad we decided to have a baby, honey, but you're not going to feel trapped this time, are you? And I was like, oh, okay, so you guys have had problems in the past, and it really set up um, just, uh, you know, the, 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 the relationship. Hey, that's what the whole movie's about. Being trapped? Demon babies? Yeah. Yep. Which one? Both. Uh, just... The fears of parenthood and what it means to be a father and bringing a life into this world, even though the world is fucked, like... Just the same thing that all of these movies are about. I thought it was about raw emotion and love for demons. No, I wish it was. I wished it was more like that. I want more Lil Nas X in, injected into this movie, please. <laughs> more love for Satan. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm going to agree with you. It's exactly what you said, and I, I'm i going to disagree with what you just said two seconds ago. Not the, not the first thing that I said <laughs> I agreed with, but the thing that I disagree with is that... You don't like it because it's just, you know, the relationship between having a new child and father and demon baby. That's great. That's the greatest thing that ever happened in the world. Okay. Devontae, you're really quiet over there. What did you think about It's Alive? I already... Ex it's a movie from the 70s. I've... I've been disappointed from a lot of 70s movies, I'm going to be honest. Okay, every time that I've done a podcast with this guy, he is kind of dealt sort of a shit hand like yeah. the last movie we did was uh prom night yeah which was bad oh. from the 70s and then blackula <laughs> was another oh, dude, one blackula is awesome yeah blackula is okay but it's a very specific type of movie what black <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh yeah black vampire and there was a lot of weird stuff going on just like no. this movie like this, the baby wasn't a ghost why did the door close i don't understand that oh that's because the baby was down there and it pushed no it, it did not and then it, it scurried off that boy dipped <laughs> he was not <laughs> in that room what you holding up there caleb blackula poster oh yeah i see the afro now okay yeah i have uh i have island of the alive on vhs over here Island of the Alive is so good. Like, there's just so many little killer babies, and it's, like, more than you need, but it's not more than you need. It's, like, you could use more, but it's... That's what I had hoped for out of the uh, the original and the original you know it's it's just setting that up so it doesn't it doesn't have all that yeah see it doesn't need <laughs> that because you have a really beautiful story of a man and a baby and a wife and a, another person that's being watched by the, the the brother of the man and then some doctors <laughs> and some people that yeah. want to kill the baby but it's a beautiful story yeah there i felt like there was something just a little off about that uncle you know he almost just seemed too he seemed too good okay well he ended up dying good so i don't think there was anything too bad about it he, i don't know man he started and ended his life on screen so he definitely seemed like a, a better dad to that kid than his dad was that's for sure yeah so why was that off isn't that like i mean the father didn't really care about him so so then why does he want another one well, I don't think that's oh, true, that's actually. Oh, that's the point of the movie! Well, I don't think that's true. I think he did care about him. He just 
You know, he cared. He was just they had a they had a they had a strange relationship that I didn't quite understand. That's all. I don't even know if it was that. I just what if I can you just like <laughs> he had a lot going on. <laughs> you know. Well, one of the strange <laughs> things that happened, I'm told that I'm not allowed to talk about. Yes. So, well, let's 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 get into it then. Uh, no, actually, let's get into some more lines. You know what's the biggest problem with Beverly Hills? The snails. <laughs> the snails. I did like that one. I like that a lot. You can't tell me this isn't the best movie in the world. They had like a three-minute conversation in the hospital while all their wives are having babies about how Beverly Hills is being ruined by the rapid growth of snails. Like, there are so many <laughs> snails there that the lawns are being ruined. And I was like, oh, my God. I My, my heart broke for them because I was like, this is what it feels like to lose everything as a white suburban man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, especially in 74. I was thinking about that a lot as I was watching the whole movie of just how how the same yet also extremely different LA was in 1974 compared to right now. Uh yeah, I mean there there's some there's some parallels and some unparallels that are also parallels. Right. I'd say that. Right. That like that was the thing that I thought was just really interesting about the whole thing. And and we were like whenever the guy starts like throwing a fit over the machine eating his fifty cents, <laughs> dude, he got so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've been pretty pissed over. Well, wait, actually, okay. So side story, this is gonna be a long one apparently. Um, so one time I was working at this warehouse, and this fucking guy like walked by me and my friend Drew. Shout out Drew, you fucking suck for not coming on a donkey fellatio recently. Um, but my friend Drew. <laughs> And me were walking by, going. Over, I think we we're just going to the bathroom or something. And this guy's over by the snack machine that's like also fairly close to the bathroom. And he walks by us. He's like, "Hey, so uh, you know anyone that knows how to fix this thing?" And we're like, "You mean like a vending machine person?" Like, "No, we don't know the vending machine person for this warehouse." <laughs> and then he's like, "Why would we?" Yeah, it's like it was like the most absurd question in the world. And then he's like, "Oh, well, this thing ate, ate like my ten dollars, like." Like what should I do? And we're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, what are you? What are you talking about? Like, what are you asking us for? <laughs> like, it was just so fucking stupid. Just at a random time, like there wasn't a vending machine person even there or anything. So it's like you do know right. that these aren't like they're not even owned by these people really. Like people come to right. service these. Like, yeah, it's not like the owner is just like on standby at the location. Yeah, and also. Even if they were, what the fuck would it be me and my friend? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You sure you're not the guy that owns this vending machine here? You sure not, you're not the vending machine guy? Are you sure? It was just so absurd. We were just like, nah, dude. And then we like walked by and we were like, what the fuck was wrong with that dude? And then, so I'm going to keep going on this tangent. Later, he ended up like coming in to work on our side of the warehouse. And the way this warehouse like worked, like we weren't really the leads there, but we were treated like leads because people quit there all the fucking time and we were like the only ones that oh, were sure. there past like six months so we would like do all the paperwork like our actual leads would just leave and they would go like you know like fucking talk like you know like watch over other people and whatnot they were like fairly new and like train them and whatnot while we just did everything and we trained the new people that came over so we we're basically yeah. leads and at one point he got sent over and he was just being a giant like dickhead just annoying as hell the whole time and we just kind of got tired of him i was like i'm just gonna go over and tell him to go work somewhere else 
And then I did. I walked up. I was like, hey, dude, you got to go, like, work, like, over there. Like, you know, we, we, we got too many people here. And he was like, oh, dude, like, you just... I just feel like you don't like me. And I was like, is this conversation really happening right now? Because at this point, he thought I was a lead. He asked at one point, he was like, are you guys a lead? We were just like, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, I feel like you don't like me, dude. And I was just like, dude, it was so far every interaction I've had with you, no, I don't like you. So please, like, I'm not, like, obviously, I'm not firing you. I'm just saying, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's my story it has nothing to do with killer babies but that's my story you guys tell a story <laughs> about killer babies ah, anything dude tell me about like guavas In- iguanas i've never had a guava no like a, a guava or an iguana uh, what do you got about iguanas I don't have anything about iguanas. You're the one bringing up iguanas. <laughs> I did not. That was completely you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story about a feline. feline. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I want iguana or guava. Okay, so let's move on. This is a good time, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah, there's just like five dudes playing poker in the hospital waiting for their wives that are in the other rooms giving birth. Um, and then Lenora continuously says, uh, you know, this baby feels different this time. Something's wrong. And not, like, not that soon after, uh, this baby pops out off screen and then kills, like, a room full of doctors. And that's when the movie really sets in. Everybody kills everybody. No, they're like, this baby's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. And normally babies are seven pounds. But this one, this one's huge. And I'm thinking they're gonna say something like 30 pound baby. But they're like, it's 11 pounds. Like that's still a big no, baby. That's a big it's baby. A big baby. Going, like if it's a horror movie, you gotta make it like ridiculous, ridiculous. Well, it's not a horror movie. It's a family drama. That oh is not gosh. true at all. You know, this is listed as horror sci-fi. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. I I didn't know whether to read the baby as something like like scientific, like a mutant, or if it was meant to be like demonic. You know, but I guess they didn't actually make any reference to like satanism or like a cult or anything like that no they didn't and i do think sci-fi is a really interesting take for this because i mean just watching it sci-fi would never be my guess but at the same time it's like there is that question of how was this baby made you know it couldn't have just been regular semen and eggs why not yeah it's like it's an x-man yeah of of sorts i mean it's not it's it's superpowers aren't super super useful but it's an x-man it's a mutant I, oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I would argue that it is pretty useful. So you know what? Yeah, I'll give that to you. <laughs> well, there is the argument to be made that the the baby isn't necessarily like a monster in the sense that like it didn't necessarily do anything wrong. Uh, Well, I mean, it did kill a bunch of people right when it was born, but it also <laughs> was just born. So, I mean... It was just born. It probably didn't ask to get born. It was just a. It's just, it's it's still a baby. It was just a deadlier baby. But James, don't say it. Don't say it. All don't babies say it. need to be born. <laughs> I understand that, but from strictly like a. Did you uh, know like, that babies have fingernails? Why? <laughs> That's why you made me watch this movie, isn't it? No, I want to ask you something. Did you know? That babies have fingernails. Yeah, scratching the inside of the womb. All babies do need to be born. But maybe they don't all want to be. 
Okay, I know for a fact that I didn't want to be, and I had this, like, issue for a long time where I was like, what the fuck did you born me, dude? Right? <laughs> and maybe, and I think that even on an instinctual, like, primal creature level, that, like, when this baby is born, it's like, no, it's fucking cold out here. So it starts flailing about with its razor claws and then maybe kind of accidentally kills everybody. Well, here's the thing. Don't you think that, like, every baby... That comes out, like they come out, they get slapped on the ass by a doctor. They probably want to rip them apart, but they don't have claws and like the capabilities. This one just had the capability and it went for yep. it. Like I think the other ones would do it's like it's like the whole like Chihuahua versus Pitbull debate. Like, dude, if that Chihuahua wanted to kill you and it had the capability, it would like it does want to kill you. That's the thing. Right. It just right. it doesn't have the the ability. It's not strong enough. But if it was yeah. just like this demon baby, who knows? Yeah. And that's what I think about the uh, the devil baby, demon baby, monster baby is that like it's really just just a, a an animal. You know, it's just it's just working on primal level. It's just we expect it to have the capabilities of what we think a newborn has. And it just has more tools than that. And the thirst for blood. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying most of most of its kills aren't ne don't necessarily seem to be like malicious intent. No, well, I mean, that's a very good point, because every time it kills someone, it's trying to get away from them. Yes, or it's scared, like, it, it's in a state, it's just like a, 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 a wolf, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is running away the whole time, I'm just not oh, realizing. Yeah. yeah. It didn't, like, hunt anybody down and try to murder them. No, no, the one the one chick that was walking out of the uh, house, just randomly. It just scared it. Did it run away from her? It ran away from her. Oh. But yeah, yeah, she know. scared it. Sometimes she saw it and it freaked out and screamed. And it's like, ah, make the screaming stop. What's the easiest way to make the screaming stop? Well, fucking slash her neck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, this may be the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Dude, see, that's what I'm telling you. Like, it's all those little things that make this incredible. I just understand. I, I am upset that we never got like a real name for it. Did they ever name it? Um, well, you could just call him like Baby Davis, I think. <laughs> Baby it, Davis, that's it, right. They did call it that. Did it get a birth certificate? <laughs> I think he did. I think he might have, like in the background at least. Yeah, Baby Davis. It was Davis, I, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I was really shocked at just how public the whole like story became and how that's part of the movie is like, reporters and like people asking questions and like them dealing with like the the curse of fame surrounding it as well yeah at first i did think that was going to be like a lesser part of the story but yeah. then it turned into this thing where like you know he goes back to work and he's going to keep working even though like you know he's going through all this shit because he's trying to get his mind off of things and then his boss is like hey dude you know Everyone knows about this. Reporters are on your back. Like, you can't be... Because he does, like, what, finance work or something like that. He has accounts and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. Sell yeah, he's shit. a he's a PR, a PR consultant. He does oh, public relations yeah. for other companies. That's true. And it's like, oh, you got, like, this weird stigma of the story stuck to you right now. Like, you can't really represent, like, Johnson & Johnson when they're like, that's the guy with the devil, baby. <laughs> are you saying... Isn't there a Johnson & Johnson meme going on right now? Did I miss something in the past day? Because there's a Pfizer, Moderna versus Johnson & Johnson thing going on. What is that? Uh, so, Johnson & Johnson's uh, the first, like, vaccine that is getting pulled because of, like, some, some pretty bad blood clotting side effects. Oh. So, it... 
could potentially kill people. So they've pulled that one. Now it's just uh, Moderna and Pfizer. Wait, when did that start coming out? I must have not been. I think I literally I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Like it's it's just just coming out. It came out and they already took it off. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't follow the news that much. And then when I do, I'll have, like, stints where I follow the news, like, pretty avidly for, like, a couple weeks or something. And then I get bored and I'm like, dude, why the fuck am I following this? And I'll just stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. You ever have that thing where you just don't give a fuck about anything <laughs> going on around you? <laughs> yes. Most of the time. Except for babies, dude. Killer babies, dude. I fucking love them. I do love the design of the the Davis baby. Dude, he's so cool. Like, I know he hasn't been, like, you don't see him too much in the movie, which is kind of what I like about it. It's kind of like, it's kind of a little basket casey, right? Yes. This movie's very basket casey. It's very basket case, just with a different uh, antagonist. But you don't see him that much, but when you do... He has these really cool claws, really sharp teeth. He look kind of looks like Jimmy Neutron, but with his veins popping out and no hair. Yeah, and he's buff. Like yeah, and and Davis baby, in in opposition to Belial, doesn't seem to actually have malicious intent. Whereas Belial clearly had malicious intent. Yeah, Belial was pretty angry, but fucking. Baby Davis is like buff. He look. He kind of looks like buff as I don't fuck. Know, I almost like sometimes think he's malicious just because he kind of looks like Ronnie on the Jersey Shore. But like <laughs> this dude's like yoked. He's a big ass buff ass baby that's just about to like beat anyone's ass at any get. Like dude, it's one shot, bro. There is some weird like back and forth though, because like sometimes it looks very large, and then that one. Like at the end, whenever you see it on the uh, doctor's face, it's like it. It's just the size of a baby doll oh yeah like insanely tiny but you know it yeah. was dead at that point so you gotta make do with what you got shrivels up a little bit when it dies <laughs> yeah you know it's kind of like a raisin you know just, it's just sped up <laughs> that makes perfect sense dude one thing that i did like is like right before he left because like we said he leaves the hospital and he kills a bunch of people it's crazy how early in the movie we are with how Look, this yeah. has been going on. It's true. <laughs> but um, the doctor's like, the umbilical cord has been severed, but not surgically. It looks like it's been chewed off. Chew. And then you know what I thought? You know what I thought of? Remember that scene in Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving where they're like, uh, that little bunny flies into the fire pit and they're like, oh, dude, it got its like fucking beak gnawed off by a turkey. Or it's fucking, it's got its throat gnawed by a turkey or some shit like that. Not its beak gnawed yeah. off. It, it got gnawed by a beak of a turkey. Whatever. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But, you know, it was very much that vibe, and I was I was just coasting, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, talking about the actual greatest movie ever, Thanks Killing. That's a great movie. They stole Fantastic. our baby, says Frank. <laughs> They stole our baby. I love that plot point of the movie. Anytime where there's just a guy like running around and he's fucking sweating profusely and he's like looking around like this. We're like, dude, Frank, Frank sweats so much in this movie. James, you know, when you're like so fucking like pressed that when you like look side to side, like it's not like slow and like you can't pick it up on a camera. Like it's just like, 
Like your head just flies back. <laughs> like you know, anything that you're doing gets destroyed, and it, if anything's uh-huh. in the way, it just gets destroyed by your like. Oh my god, he's just going insane. He's like my baby. They stole it. It's gone. They fucking stole my baby. That's the same scene where she's strapped to the bed, right? Oh yeah, she's she's still she's still strapped to the hospital yeah. bed. Yeah. Why did they strap her down like that? Well, because she just gave birth to a demon. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know it was a demon when they strapped her. Okay, do you trust like that? No. Trust like what? Like that. Like you're gonna you're not gonna <laughs> strap someone who just delivered a demon. <laughs> Wait, no, they had her strapped before the demon was delivered. No, dude, they knew some demon shit was going on. They were like, yeah, this baby's <laughs> fucked. I'm going to strap her down because it seems like some fuck shit's oh, going down. Oh, no, 11-pound baby coming out. It must be a demon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do think the whole, the whole like, 1970s picture they paint of, like, the fathers in the waiting room, and they're all, like, exchanging stories about, like, how scary it's gonna be yeah. to be a dad and like the whole, about life. the whole time I'm just like like I don't know like most of my friends I know that have had babies like if the father's around like they're in the room by now and like, that's just, what like, I was fucking, thinking they're just fucking chilling like, yeah. <laughs> like I said dude they're just chilling out playing poker chillaxing beating up fucking vending machines you know <laughs> all, all, all their wives are going through like the most traumatic experience you could possibly think of and they're just like yeah whatever's well but let's be really honest none of them are going through even close to what fucking Lorraine is going through in here that's true <laughs> you're not wrong there oh Lenore it's Lenore I always want to say Lorraine Lenore well actually yeah, no Lenore. I think you, you said Lorraine and it fucking threw I me off I couldn't remember it I couldn't remember it it's Lenore <laughs> You know she plays the the mom in that uh Can't Buy Me Love movie. She's actually in a lot of things, dude. I I didn't realize like until I saw this movie like who she was, but after when I first watched It's Alive, I was like I've seen her in a few other things and I looked up her yeah. uh discography on IMDb and she's in like everything. Like if you looked up her name, she's um, made so fuck- many discs. What? She's made so many discs. Discs? Yeah, in her <laughs> discography. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like DVDs or something. You know, you're such a douche. Um, so her name is Sharon. <laughs> Sorry, James, but I love you. Her name is Sharon Farrell, and um, if you look her up, you'll probably see at least like five movies that you've seen that she's been in. She's been around, dude. She's the mom in Can't Buy Me Love. That's where I know her from. Yeah, I've never seen that, but I do love her. I think she is an incredible actress, and especially like in this movie, I think Frank and Lorena, did you fuck me up again? Lor- fuck. Lorraine, Lenore, <laughs> Lenore. So Frank and Lenore, I think play like their characters are like amazing. They do really, really well. They're both really frightening at times, especially her. Like she gets the crazy, and it's it it it's terrifying. So I guess since we're going off topic a lot, we should probably move on a little bit. So pretty much what happens is that the baby <laughs> runs off. And they tell him that they're going to kill like an animal. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And they're like, but what about your wife? He's like, hey, you know, she'll deal with it. And then I kind of did lose my shit a little bit when they're talking about the escape baby. And the doctor's like, yeah, uh, I don't see how it'll survive through the night without food or clothing. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Are you the fucking expert of demon babies? Who are you to talk about this? <laughs> like, how does he know? 
<laughs> it's like he's trying to use his knowledge of, of regular newborns and <laughs> thinks that that carries over. It's like, hey, regular newborns couldn't have killed everyone in the in the delivery room either, numb nuts. Thank you so much because that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, he's just like, oh, you know what? If if any other baby just you know killed three doctors and then like cut it, chewed its own umbilical cord off and then ran off, it probably wouldn't survive without like you know a doily on or something. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. What are you talking about? You better start fucking talking, Devonte. I don't want any of this what? shy bullshit. I want what you to start. Is, uh, who's being shy? I want, I want you to. I want you to start giving your perspective on this movie. I want you to start telling us how you feel, what you liked, and what you didn't like, and your thoughts on 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 the, on the lines. And I want you to tell us how you feel about what we're saying. And I want you to describe your your emotions and your feelings and tell stories about whatever you I want you to say things okay alright how I felt I felt like I was watching a long movie how it made me feel I guess that's the same question did you ask how did it make you feel how did you feel how did it fe- <laughs> anyways what was the question <laughs> why'd you make us watch this again because it's your favorite movie I I genuinely thought that you guys would have a lot of fun watching this because it really has everything that I feel like you need in a movie. It has the practical effects, which is my favorite, so that's cool. And then what else? Uh, Good kills. Was there, though? Okay, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys want to talk about the milkman kill? Are you going to sit here and tell me that that wasn't one of the coolest kills ever? The milkman kill is amazing. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. Actually, as it progressed, it got better and better. And then once there's like blood and milk running together, Devante goes, oh, now a strawberry milk. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. Like this milkman starts getting killed inside of his milkman truck. And also that's a really awesome scene because that's the first time that you see the POV of little baby Davis because he's like walking and he has like this blurred, like, Blurry, you know, fucking, yeah. he just has like hazy vision almost. And he gets inside of this uh, truck and then the dude parks you know he's about to leave go deliver some more milk and this is also like you have to note and you have to remember that this is back when people just delivered fucking milk and they had it in glass little bottles and whatnot they just had stacks of glass (laughs) bottles in their little milk truck so this baby is in the back and this guy's going to go you know check on his milk he's like oh you know how's my milk doing I got a really good Devante quote that happened (laughs) right here too thank you oh my god he goes he goes As soon as we realize that the baby gets in the milk truck, he goes, oh, that makes sense. It's in the milk truck because it's a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was intentional, though. (laughs) I didn't think of that for a second. I've seen this movie so many times. I never put that together. <laughs> he smelled that from like a mile away. <laughs> Cause he's a baby. Oh, dude. Oh my god, I just lost my soul for a second. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. <laughs> 
again, just his primal instinct. It's like, <laughs> I need milk. Here is milk. This man is in the way of me getting milk. It must die. Yeah. Milk. And Here is milk. <laughs> <laughs> dude and again attention to detail on larry cohen's end like he knows the in and outs of this baby that sounds weird but that's not what i'm saying like, he knows like the personality of this baby like uh, front and back i don't know how to how do you word anything with baby around it without it sounding like the worst thing it's like he's inside the baby oh my god you're just ma- you can't just make it worse after i'm like trying to like steer away from it you know how on on the Apple Podcast app now you can like it like analyzes everything that you say. So whenever you search like words, it'll like find podcasts that have talked about that thing before. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna get some real <laughs> fucked up listeners here. Oh, oh, wait, is that okay? Oh. That's a thing. That's Edit. a thing. <laughs> can we not do that? Yep. <laughs> All right. So. What were we talking about a second ago before things got weird? Snails, slugs, and bugs. <laughs> what? Snail, oh, no, snails wait. and Sorry, babies. I'm, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing back. I, I shouldn't have done that. That's my fault. <laughs> we didn't finish talking about the, the milk thing. So the milk yep. scene is fucking awesome because he pulls this guy back in when he's like, la-da-da-da-da, gonna check on my milk. And he pulls him back in there. <laughs> and then he starts killing the guy. And you just see his legs kind of shaking around. You know, he's getting fucked up. And then milk starts spilling everywhere because the milk bottles, like, fall over. And then all of a sudden he starts dying. So blood starts mixing with it. And then you see the broken glass fall down and milk just starts pouring everywhere and it's probably one of the coolest things i've ever seen and it gets better because you see the cops pulling up so you're like oh dude cops are gonna pull up on this baby and all this milk like milk as far as the eye can see and they're gonna they're gonna take that milk to jail and then and then how do you spell that word what how do you spell that word what word milk milk m-i-l-k milk there's no e in it milk milk <laughs> just checking okay go ahead did i say milk do i say milk is that what I- there was a few there was a few milks in there because you just kept saying milk. it over and over milk. most people don't say don't say milk and milk that many times in one sentence but dude i don't believe that any word is real after you say it more than five times in 30 seconds so i don't oh it's so true it's so true <laughs> yeah so i'm just gonna ignore that but anyway these cops pull up and then <laughs> they- Damn. wait i don't even Damn. know how to say this <laughs> you're like i missed something yeah, what happened? i don't even remember this part they what happened they gun on a real baby uh, oh that's, <laughs> that's what right happened. that's right that does happen yeah. it's just like sitting on a blankie <laughs> that was confusing <laughs> to me i thought it just transformed into a real baby <laughs> and then just went back <laughs> If you can transform into a real baby, why wouldn't you just stay that way? <laughs> well, because he was he in too to deep. He... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just thought it was so funny because they draw the gun on the baby and then, like, they fully realize that it's a real baby and not the one they're looking for. And they're still, like, pointing the gun and, like, kind of, like, you know, tilting their head. And they're like, huh, do I shoot it? And I'm like, dude, that's real. Don't shoot it. Like, don't shoot the <laughs> dude, baby. I will say multiple times in this movie, I feel like 
Larry Cohen is saying fuck 12 like multiple times. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, do you, a lot of cops die in this movie if I yeah, yeah, if I remember. Yeah, 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 fair amount. They do and they also are are very liberal with their weapons. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah, mm. they're going well, James. <laughs> I don't think we need to even explain that. We just talked about a scene where 12 cops shot, like, or tried to shoot a baby. <laughs> exactly. Because that's another thing about this, or maybe we didn't mention that, but it's not one cop drawing his gun on a baby. There's, right. like, 12 at one baby, and they're just like, put the fucking nothing down. Put it down. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, guys. We were looking for a baby. Is this the baby we're looking for? <laughs> hey, dude. You sure it's not the right baby? Hey, guys, did you just say any baby? Because I got a baby right here. Can we shoot this one? <laughs> <laughs> and the sheriff is like, no, no. We said a demon baby. They're like, oh, wait, are you sure? I'm about to shoot it. I'm going to shoot. Can I shoot this one? You said baby. I heard you say baby. <laughs> I heard you say baby. B-A-B-Y, right? Yeah, I got one right here. <laughs> Which is, it's absurd, but watching it is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, that is that 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 kind of old school comedy humor of like 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 Leslie Nielsen naked gun kind of thing, you know, like like <laughs> running around the corner with your gun drawn, baby, <laughs> and then you don't just immediately put your gun down. Well, there's even a line to follow what we just talked about. They're like. Oh yeah, hunting and cave, hunting and killing babies doesn't seem to be my specialty, and that's coming from a cop that doesn't want to be on this case. <laughs> <laughs> like they have these beautiful actions, I hope it's and none then of the, your specialties. The, the, the profound lines to back it up. <laughs> he did say he's gonna be a father soon, so I understand. I understand. <laughs> you a father? I can't kill this baby. This demon baby. Well, I mean, the father does try to kill the demon baby. Yeah, he does. Until he changes his mind. I have a question. So there were conversations about Frankenstein and identities. And my question yes. is, did you guys think that Frankenstein was the monster or the man who made the monster? I've always... I, I feel like I've never been at a point where I didn't understand that Dr. Frankenstein's name was also Frankenstein and that we call the monster Frankenstein. Like that's, that was never like a, a revelation to me. Like it's like, yeah, that's yeah. Oh, so you always knew that was a revelation to me at a time. I didn't always know that. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I thought his name was like Bill or something. <laughs> Turns out his name's is not Dr. Bill. So <laughs> the, the, Victor, Victor Frankenstein. Victor Von Bill? I don't know. I thought it was something like that, and I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> Cleveland, what about, or Devante, whatever you want to call yourself? Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, no, I I felt like I knew for a while. I grew up on horror movies, so probably in my teen years, early teens, I knew that Frankenstein's monster wasn't Frankenstein. Okay, Frankenstein but you just said two different things. You just said you grew up on horror movies, and then by your teen years, you knew. Because I would say <laughs> that by my teen years, I knew, and I grew up on horror movies. But until my teen years, I had no fucking clue. Okay, Kayla, how many black and white movies have you seen? I'm oh, talking God. about the OG Frankenstein. As a kid, how many black and white movies have you seen? Did you see? Do you really want to talk to me about how many black and white no. movies I've seen? I've probably see somehow seen... No, as a child. No, as a child as well. I've probably seen just as many black and white movies as I have, 
like color movies, which is absurd because I hate most of them. Be- but I've seen so many, <laughs> and I barely ever like them. I'm like, I, I I tell people that I like them, like because I th- like to think that I like them, and then I've watched so many, and I try to You're like them, and to. I try to watch them, and then like I think I like probably like. 10 out of every 500 Nosferatu scariest movie I've ever seen no it's terrifying it's easily like the the most iconic horror movie ever made and I would put it in the like the top one of any movie I've ever seen in my life and it I never fall asleep top one (laughs) I hate you guys did you guys notice how in that Frankenstein conversation the doctor like kind of takes offense he like reacts like the doctor in the movie. <laughs> yes. Whenever, whenever uh, Frank is like explaining the whole thing, and he's like, "Yeah, didn't you know it wasn't it wasn't the monster who's Frankenstein? Frankenstein was the doctor." And as soon as he says "doctor," the doctor's like, <gasps> and he does a zoom in on that part too. That's another <laughs> zoom in. And I feel like he doesn't get what he was trying to say too, because he was obviously not right. referencing him. He was referencing Frank and the baby. You know, like Frank being the doctor in that case, and the yeah, doctor himself. Just like, what the fuck you what are you talking about? <laughs> he's 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 definitely calling himself the monster because he created a monster yeah. in a different way, but yeah, the doctor's like trying to take it personally. It's just so it's just like a classic case of like this isn't about you, bro. Right. <laughs> Don't make everything about yourself. <laughs> Jackass. Yeah, and then it took it takes two people to make that baby, so for him to just be like, I created this monster and like uh, leaving <laughs> Well that's a good point too, because the, a lot of conversations that are brought up in this movie are like abortion, how long birth control is used, and if that causes demon babies, um radiation. Yikes. Oh yeah, yeah radi- yep. that's true. All of this comes up. And I feel like these are very like um obviously they're like over exaggerated, but I also feel like these are very just seventies questions in general, just like we don't it's yeah or, or like maybe like a little bit earlier too but i'd still go into 70s but i'd say like 50s and up or well definitely before that but specifically i'm talking yeah. about like in cinema and whatnot there's this era where it's just like all right everyone's completely stupid <laughs> <laughs> well i think there's also a level of like like whenever if if something you know, does happen during a pregnancy or like it's, I think some of those things are tying into like the real life fears of like parenthood. And like, I know even with me and like my kid of like, everyone thinks they're a fucking expert and like, they'll come to you and they'll be like, Oh, well, if he behaves this way, that's probably because of this. And you probably should, have you ever tried this thing? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like is my kid like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, it, it's sort of that same thing of like, oh, well, if your, you know, child has ADHD, like, maybe you sat too close to a fucking microwave. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, but I actually have a group chat called How to Parent James Child. <laughs> I have it with a few friends, and we've been, like, waiting to, like, you know, just add you to the chat so you could see all the conversations and, like, what we've decided for you. It's great. I love it. I love it. That's a real thing that happens. It's a real thing that happens. More, even more so, I would say to 
women to mothers. Oh yeah. Like mothers, mothers get all kinds of shit. Oh, well, have you tried fucking essential oils and <laughs> you should put coconut fucking coca butter on it. Like shut the fuck up. Like, Dude. I love when like the mother of my child is like complaining about how my child is doing crack. And then some other person comes in. They're like, dude, have you ever tried like rubbing essential oils on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing. Here's the funny part. It always works. <laughs> it just those things cure everything. It's crazy. <laughs> they really work, guys. Just put some thieves on it. It'll be fine, <laughs> dude. Tea tree oil. It solved all of my problems. It can solve yours too. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Radiation causing nuclear babies. <laughs> Yeah, radiation causing uh, X-Men babies. That's what it is. Dude, what about that time that Frank is alone in that kindergarten classroom and we can see, like, we can finally see the baby, like, clearer than ever. Like, not as clear as day, but we can see it. And then he's kind of, like, you know, he's popping his head over some desk. And this would, like, this was the first time I'd see it, you know, and I'd be like, okay, okay, so it's large, veiny, bulbous. And then there's a cop that's bending over to drink out of a very small water fountain, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny about fell over. That thing was like two feet from the ground. Dude, I wrote a foot and a half. <laughs> I wasn't even giving it that. Yeah, dude, it was. It was. You stumbling over the thing. Well, because the funny part about it is that, like, you know, water fountains are always shorter than kids. So even if they're like, it had to have been right. like a foot and a half. So that dude was literally like, he was basically like in the fetal position drinking water off of the yeah. floor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it made me so happy <laughs> and again if, that I was, kind of, if i've ever <laughs> if i've ever seen something like that i've been like man i'm not that thirsty <laughs> that's what i'm saying and i think that's why this also kind of goes into james theory about uh larry cohen kind of saying fuck 12 with this movie because he's just gonna get this cop to like <laughs> degrade himself so much by like doing the most to get this slurp of water and also if you've ever drank out of a water fountain it's the worst water in the world like you're doing oh, yeah. so much for so little every once in a while though you get one of those that's just like ice fucking cold though and those are great they're like ice cold but they still taste like they have like feces mixed in with them oh yeah it, it just tastes, it tastes like the inside of like a tin can like a rusty one yeah it's like it's like a it's like the inside of an anus, but or uh, the inside of a sphincter, but chilled. But chilled. It's just it's <laughs> odd. It's odd. It's great. It's probably it's, it. It, ta it tastes like what Sub Zero's butthole tastes like. <laughs> I'm not just imagining it, but I'm imagining being inside of it, <laughs> and it's putting me in a very odd spot. Mortal Kombat comes out soon, guys. I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, Lenore starts going, uh, completely batshit due to the lack of a baby, but also due to the not lack of baby, because the demon baby is now at the house and she's fully aware of it, and she tries to distract Frank with her sex. She does. She's been, she's been feeding it that milk. Which also, I was like, you know what, this girl's kind of a trooper anyway, because she's like, make love to me, and then she says, like, I don't know if, I, I might have missed a line in between, but what I heard was, make love to me, and then go get the ice, and I was like... Oh, so like, are you that big of a? Didn't you just have that baby like two days ago? Yeah, yeah. Ow. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a, <laughs> this is over a span of like three de three days, right? You're That's right, but saying. the ice the ice the ice comment is because she like hands him a drink, and he goes, "That doesn't even have any ice." Yeah, and then she's like, "I'll go get some ice." 
Yeah, she didn't ask for ice. So I'm very much on a different page. I thought she was going to put that on her lady parts to have sex because they were just so close together. She was like, make love to me, and then I'm going to go get that yeah. ice now. And I was like, I, I, I sincerely thought I missed something. And I've seen this yeah. movie before, but, you know, it's not one of those lines that, like, you just, like, need to, like, remember in full every time. So I was like, oh, no, wait a second. God. But now I'm going to remember that completely. <laughs> The yeah. re- the reason why she was going to go get the ice is because she didn't want him to see the freezer that was empty and then the refrigerator that was also out of milk. Yeah, it's also great that this baby is just out here raiding fridges in its spare time. I know, right? <laughs> How did this baby turn into Caleb? <laughs> Dude, that's totally me. If you bring me to your house, I'm going to eat your food. <laughs> Oh, God. And then when Lenore, uh, you know, first hears her baby demon, or at least first hears him on screen, it goes, and she was like, oh, it's cooing. Yeah. (laughs) This movie reminded me a lot of... uh who's that david cronenberg the brood i've never seen the brood it's kind of kind of a kind of a similar nature i would say particularly with uh the mother monster child relationship for sure we love a good mother monster child relationship i've never seen the brood yeah i mean you you might like it if you like this movie i like pretty much everything cronenberg so i can't imagine i wouldn't i feel like all of his stuff even if it's not the best it's always fun oh yeah hey Devonte, how's it how's it going it's going great I'm learning a lot about this movie that I just watched that I didn't understand. What have you learned so far? From from you. Everything you said is what I've learned. I actually wasn't even watching the movie. I fell asleep because that's how you do things. And I'm just learning from the master. <laughs> James, can you attest this? Did he fall asleep? <laughs> he, he didn't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he, he actually probably watched like like more intently than I did because like I was having to like run up and like help my kid with shit and like get dinner ready and stuff like that and he was like zoned in the whole time so based on that Devante do you really feel like you got kind of kind of screwed over with this pick yeah every time I come in here it's like James the one time like I said it's like hey I want to watch this black movie called Blackula you should come over and I was like sure why not <laughs> So do you feel this was a racist thing based on your color? Do you think he did this to... I think this was both of you guys, and you're like, hey, how do you feel about these dumbass cops? Oh, <laughs> Dude, if, wow. if you watch, if you <laughs> So that's where this is going. No, hold on, hold on. Hey, let me clear this up right now because I will show you the text that we had. Let's see. Um, James said, Devontae's coming over. Uh, do you want to do something? I said, yeah. And he said, what do you want to watch? And I said, I don't know. What are you thinking? Let's do like, <laughs> it's alive. Wait, wait. Oh, shit. Then I said, or Maniac Cop. Maniac <laughs> Yeah, basically, I just said, it's alive. And that was, yeah, that was it. That's how it went. <laughs> yeah, we ended up picking it's alive because I, I wasn't going to have to torrent anything to watch this movie. So. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Some of the, some of the other things uh, we talked about. Well, I mean, we even brought up bad taste. Bad taste currently cannot be acquired legally. So really, there's that. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon like recently. Is it gone again? Damn. Yeah, I don't think it's on there anymore. Well, that's rough. If you watch the school scene in this movie, the cops are like going down, checking every room. They're the most. 
scarediest, most scared cops that I've ever seen. Every time something moves, they're like, what was that? And they're like jumping around, like pulling their gun on everything and anyone, even on their own. <laughs> Pull their gun on their own partners most of the time. They're just like all jumpy, like ghost hunters. They're like, what is it? What is it? Uh, what's over it's there? Oh my God. Yeah, they are like ghost hunters. <laughs> it's like whenever you made me play that, what was that? Phasmagoria, that fucking ghost hunter game? Uh, phasmophobia. Yeah, that one. It's like whenever you made me play that, that's what these cops were the whole time. I feel like that's what you are on that game. I am. I'm just fucking screaming into the mic the whole time. The lights are off! Someone turn off the lights! <laughs> that game was like ruined for me immediately because the first time I ever played it, I played like early on before they patched it and whatnot. So like, I think uh, the, what the thing was is that if I was a low level and I was in there with high levels, the ghost just wouldn't really attack me if the, like, the levels were like way higher than me. So I kept oh, going into yeah. a room and I was going alone and I was like, I want this fucking ghost to attack me because I was only playing a little, a little bit and I was like, I want to see what's up with this game. And it just would not kill me. I spent two hours just trying to die and I couldn't die and I was like, now every <laughs> Every time a ghost attacks me in that game, I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, it kind of has the uh, the amnesia thing of, like, once you get comfortable in the world of the game, like, it's not really scary anymore. Like, just like, yep, that's what happens. Like, they chase you. That's just how it works. I feel like that's how most horror games are, except for, well, maybe I just haven't played enough, but Outlast always fucks with me. No, that that that's terrifying. It pisses me off every time. Like I'm just like fuck this. And there's fuck a lot this. more like resource management with like the batteries and shit. Like it's yeah, it has that survival aspect. It's not just a horror game. But anyway, back to killer babies. We're nearing the end. So there's this 11 year old kid that uh, isn't a demon. He sneaks away from Frank's brother's house and heads over to his parents' house because he wants to know why his parents hate him. Because you know his dad just keeps hanging up the phone on him. <laughs> Remember when he's having like a conversation so with his true. child on the phone and it, like mid conversation, his dad just hangs up and he's like, huh, I think my dad hates me. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I thought was kind of weird is that, you know, he's with his uncle or whatever, but somehow still he ends up getting back to the house before his uncle gets there. And I'm just like, bro, you're in a car and you know, he's going home. Where else is he going to fucking go? Like, how did he beat you there? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's a thing where, and this is just me assuming, because I don't know their situation, but maybe he didn't know exactly where he lived. And he was just like, maybe I'll just drive around a little bit, see him walking around. <laughs> Not the uncle didn't know where his brother left. Uh, like, the, 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 like, <laughs> maybe the 11 year old kid didn't know exactly where he left. <laughs> the 11 year old kid. Okay, but then how's he get there first? That's what I'm saying. No, maybe the uncle didn't know if he knew how to get there. You know, <laughs> the uncle didn't know that he knew where he lived, where he didn't know where he <laughs> exactly, was at. The exactly, exactly where he lived. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got God. you. I got you. <laughs> so you're following now. I think I follow. I think I follow. <laughs> but you know, they get there, and pretty much what just happens is that you know, actually, I was gonna skip over this, but a lot happens right here. So what happens right here is that the child comes face to face with the demon baby, and he starts talking to him. He's like, "Don't worry, don't be scared. I'll protect you." Yeah, dude, it takes that. Uh, it takes that fucking. Uh, what's what's that movie that we just talked about with Belial? God damn it, Basket Case. Basket Case. It kind of goes that Basket Case route of like, the brother's okay with like his his brother being a monster. He's like, no man, it's cool. Like, just be chill. Like, I'll protect you. 
Hey, dude, they're fucking brothers. You know, it's like that time when, like, um, fuck yeah, it's like that time when I was young, and then like uh, one of my friends was like, "Hey, dude, your fucking little stepsister looks like Freddy Krueger," and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, maybe it's not like that." <laughs> Story. It's not like that. It's the no, opposite of that. No. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> Seemed pretty funny, <laughs> dude. Like you got like. I, I recognize a good roast, you know? Like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna shame someone and be like, oh, dude, that wasn't a good joke. Like, if you tell a good joke, I'm gonna recognize <laughs> game it. Game recognizes game. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, don't hate the player, dude. Hit the fucking game. <laughs> or don't hate the game, hate the player. I don't fucking know, but just don't worry about it. A good roast is a good roast. <laughs> Speaking of, I want to do, a, I wanna do a, a series of episodes where we roast, uh, people's favorite directors oh i want to do a roast of like me or something or like each other oh no you're not that cool i want to i want to like like how we've had the conversation about how toby hooper really only has like one and a half great movies i'm down to do that because i've been doing like <laughs> some director binges anyway and i'm down to do like some specific ones and then shit on them yeah that sounds about right and then once you write your movie caleb we can roast you as a director dude i cannot wait until i am able to make a movie and it gets like the lowest score on rotten tomatoes that any movie has ever received like, that's a record it's a good goal i like it i just can't wait do you know what the bottom do you know what the bottom movies are on that list have you ever looked it up before i know like five of the leprechaun movies have like zero percent so i'm sure a lot of them are there <laughs> I, like i've watched a fair amount of movies that have zero percent so i don't know like i don't think anything holds the title because i think just most movies that i watch are zero percent on rotten tomatoes but that's fair it doesn't matter because there's this movie called grave dancers that was one of the eight films to die for and it has a hundred percent and that movie's dog shit dude i started watching that movie that we found uh the other day the corpse grinders i think i'm gonna finish it tonight oh yeah <laughs> it was actually kind of interesting but here's the thing i've been watching a lot of amityvilles lately and it kind of felt like amityville but with a twist like uh, the characters like the main characters were just like slow um george and kathy lutz yeah, so you're telling me that it's Amityville Part 10, Corpse Grinder. Yeah, dude, that's exactly <laughs> what I tell But no, that's, like, it's pretty old, so I think it's, like, Amityville, like, Part, like, 5. Like, it's, like, it's oh, around okay. yeah. the same era of the Amityvilles that I'm watching currently, so. <laughs> it was just weird, dude. I put it on while I was falling asleep, and I was like, did I accidentally put another Amityville on? <laughs> it was weird, man. I hope you finish all the Amityvilles. I just want to put that out there. Oh, dude, we're gonna. Me and Kim were supposed to do 3D last night, but I, she was having a terrible time. I fell asleep three times during it, so we took a rain check. We're gonna do it next week. No, she's yeah. just gonna keep laying out excuses every week. No, to be fair, I canceled it. I wasn't with <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you canceled it. <laughs> so, guys, Frank shoots the devil, baby. Yeah, that does happen. All all of like two seconds after the boy, uh, the brother tells him that he's gonna protect him. Frank comes down. And he's like, "Hey, uh, buddy, watch out!" And he's like, "Let me shoot this dude in the fucking face!" And he shoots him three times <laughs> right in front of him. He's just like, "Hold on, let me kill your new brother real quick." I know you just made this plea and then like, "Hey, I'm gonna protect you and like be your brother, my guy." But no, let me handle it. <laughs> and Frank was like, "Let me get that neck, boy, psych." <laughs> <laughs> and the baby starts screaming bloody fucking murder. Well, it just got shot three times. It was rough, man. I think he missed at least one. Yeah, you're probably right. I think he only actually hit it, hit it once. once. Right. I'm pretty sure he missed two. Yeah. 
And then he tells his son, he's like, son, it has no relation to us. And then he slaps his wife like three times in a very monotone fashion. <laughs> it's just like, pop, that was pop, like the pop. weird cut in it. There was a very weird uh, editing cut there. Like, yeah. like whenever it cuts to him slapping her, <laughs> it made me wonder if maybe she actually got slapped many more times. And they were like, well, that was too much. Let's cut it down to three. <laughs> Dude, 70 slaps are always so absurd, but it's even more absurd when they cut it and make it faster. And then like when it's like when yeah. it's fucking uh, John, like he, he John Ryan is such a good method actor that he just puts his all into everything. And even those slaps like his face was so stern, like there was no emotion to it. It was just straight face. His body didn't move. It was just his hand going pop, pop, pop. <laughs> it was like, wait, you know what it was? It was like it was like a pinball machine. You know, like yeah, the, like the flippers <laughs> when you hit the button. They just kind of slap upwards a little bit. That's what his hand did to her face. And I was like, oh my god, calm down, sir. <laughs> Insane. That's good. That's exactly what it was like. And uh, and then everyone heads to the sewer, dude. Sewer party, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Down to the river. That's what. That's when I realized this is the prequel to it. All my friends are dead. Push me to the sewer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just like that. So they go to the sewer. <laughs> you know, George isn't there. Lutz or um, Penny. Um, Wise. <laughs> Neither, neither available. Oh boy, neither. what is happening? <laughs> neither are frequent flyers in this sewer boat. It's like all of these connections made sense, but it's like you weren't even sure that they did. It's just kind of dropping them. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my brain today, bro. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank, uh, Frank heads to the sewer too because he has a fixation on being the one who has to kill the demon baby because he's really just like, nah, dude, you don't understand. Like, I want to kill my son like I want to be the one to shoot my son in the face like I think part of it is he really wants to be able to know that it's dead you know which one's the 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 stronger male alpha or beta alpha dude this dude's being such an alpha male dude yeah yeah <laughs> What's he's so alpha right he's now like, nah dude you can't shoot my son I gotta shoot my son you know what we thought was really funny is they open up that gate so that they can go into the tunnels and they drive the police cars into the, into tunnels. the tunnels like an entire car in a tunnel. Yeah, like six of them, which seems like a waste because they're just going to drive into a certain point and then stop and get out and walk the rest of the way. So that seemed dumb. That just sounds like a lot of, like, choreography to get the cars out. Like, they all have to be like, hold on, dude, right? he has to back up for... Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, come back a little more, a little Could more. Could you like, imagine? They just wasted a lot of time getting out of that sewer that they didn't have to go into. And in the shot where they initially drive in, none of the cars have their headlights on. They're just driving into the darkness. It's so dark. They do have their sirens on, though, so the whole sewer is very red. Right? And like flashing. It's like, how am I supposed to spot the demon baby with these flashing lights in my face? Brother, I told you I'm here for the atmosphere and the ambiance. Just like chilies. <laughs> just like chilies. I treat, I treat this movie just like I treat every fine dining establishment like chilies. Chilies. <laughs> Give me some of those chicken crispers and ranch dressing. Dude, fucking chicken crispers are... Shout out chicken crispers. If you're a chicken crisper, you can come on my show, dude. Hit me up. Hit me up at chickencrisper at gmail.com. I don't approve of their chicken. <laughs> oh, dude, you're so wrong. Chicken crispers are the best, man. <laughs> they are. So what's next in the movie? Uh, there's some more stuff, dude. Yeah, dude, so this baby... <laughs> just a lot of running around tunnels. Dude, this baby is screaming amok. I would say running amok, but that bitch is loud. He's so loud. Every time he's on the screen, he is just like, 
<laughs> and I'm living for it. Like, I'm here for it. I'm super curious as to who recorded those sounds. Me. I did. It I'll do it low. again. Call me up. It's a live uh, for Electric Boogaloo. I'm here for it. Yep. That's it. That's the movie you need to write. It's live for Electric Boogaloo. Oh, my God. Did you know? So I was watching like some of the special features and stuff on this because that's also a reason why I took forever to join because I actually watched. Um, okay. So I didn't tell you this before we started recording, but in full honesty, I watched this movie kind of twice before we started. <laughs> really? Today? I watched the first uh, 45 minutes twice, and then I, I just watched the end half once, but I've watched the first 45 minutes twice, and then I watched some special features, too. Wow. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know if you know this about Larry Cohen, but after he got, after the success, the success from this, because I don't know if you know, but he made over $7 million from this thing. Damn. Ooh. That's good, man. This thing made bank. And when he was, like, first getting it out there, I think it was uh, Warner Bros. And Warner Bros. wasn't really giving him the time of day. And then after it started making a lot of money and it was distributed well and whatnot, he, they were like, all right, guys, you are going to get some more money, Mr. Larry Cohen. Well, they they kind of, like, everyone at Warner Bros. got, like, fired. And then they had, like, new people. And they were like, yeah, they treat you shitty, so we're going to give you more money. And you can do stuff now. And he was like, hey, dude, I want to do House of Wax. And they were like, ha no but you could do Salem's <laughs> Lot. And then he did some Salem's Lot stuff. He did like Return to Salem's Lot or something of the sort, which I haven't seen. Yeah, he did the second one. Mm -hmm. Yep. I wish he did House of Wax. That's all I want to say. <laughs> could you imagine if Larry Cohen did a House of Wax? It'd be great. It's just a really annoying thing when it comes to remakes. And that whole story kind of makes me mad too because it's like, hey, you know, I want to go and remake this one movie. And they're like, no, you can't do this, but we'll just give you this other thing. Like, go and remake this. And that makes me wonder, like, is that just how some of these remakes go around? Like, people are like, oh, hey, I'd be interested in doing something like this. Or maybe they even pitch their own idea. And people are like, no, we don't want you to do this, but you could just go remake this. You know, it's probably just a money grab or something. And that kind of annoys yeah. me because I'm like, you know what? When it comes to these remakes, maybe if it was if the case was more like hey larry cohen came up and he was like i want to remake this and they were like okay go ahead and do it and he had some love for it he wanted to do it there might have right. been a really good house of wax remake yeah like john carpenter's the thing yeah i mean like when you want to do a remake and you really generally want to do it and you're you already know what you're like obviously he already knew what he was doing he's made some good horror movies before like he could have made a good house of wax they should have just let him do it absolutely i agree when i think about all like the giant influx of remakes in the past, like, you know, decade. I'm just like, is it because they're just doing shit like that? They're just throwing it around. They're just like, hey, go do this. Like, who fucking cares? We have this laying around. You can do it, so might as well. No, it is that. I mean, copyright law has changed a lot, and that's mostly because of Disney. Disney literally, like, anytime that uh, Mickey Mouse or any of its characters are coming up to reach the the deadline to where they should be considered public domain. Disney basically hires a bunch of lawyers to get the government to change how copyright law reads. Uh, and that's happened multiple times. But what happened a lot, especially in like the seventies and eighties with some of these older, like fifties and sixties stories that they would have rights to make. It was like, Hey, if we don't have, if we don't make something within a certain amount of years, we can no longer defend it as our own intellectual property. So let, we'll just fucking give it to whoever to make something just so we don't lose the rights to it. Wow. That's 
aggravating. There's literally there's there's there is a Fantastic Four movie that came out. I want to say in the eighties. That's literally dog shit. And Fox just put it. I mean, most of the Fantastic Four movies are pretty. I was, was going to say, like, like, are you? I own multiple of them, and I can pull them <laughs> up right now, and I can tell you how how bad they are. But I'm telling you, the the '80s one is is like like 1960s Star Trek level of production quality, but it was made in the '80s. Like it, it literally looks like it was shot in someone's backyard, and it's because they needed to make it, or they were going to lose the license. That makes a lot of sense. It's aggravating, but you know that's yep. It, it, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, it's just it's just rough, man. I feel like there could be some good stuff out here, but there isn't, and you know it's fine. So, what movie are you going to redirect or recreate? No, he's going to make it's alive four, and it's going to be it's then a big four as the A and alive. You know, how about it's alive the prequel and it's called foreplay. I would really want to recreate frogs and put actual frogs in it. <laughs> I think that's my goal. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I think there's a severe lack of frogs in it, and I feel like it would do good with like just at least a few more frogs. Can you make it spelled PH, though? No, I actually just want to get the exact cut of the movie and just digitally render a few frogs in there. <laughs> just add in frogs? Yeah, I just want to add frogs in whatever scenes I feel like would do better with frogs. Hey, I'm, I I think that we can make that happen. I can chroma key in some frogs for you. Illegally, though? Uh, It's probably public domain, is it not? Uh, I don't know. I don't think frogs is for some reason, but... Mm. I think you should do a different movie called Snails because I heard you guys have a big problem with them over there. Dude, can we do a movie called Snails in Beverly Hills where they're just like yes, ravaging please. the entire town and like, sl- like, like fucking snail trailing all over like some Prada? Bro, that that's your screenplay idea. That's a good movie. That's a really you good movie. You need to chase that. You need to chase that. Okay, so we should probably like get close to finishing this up. So Frank ends up finding his son. <laughs> He's bleeding. He's screaming in a corner. He also doesn't seem to enjoy flashlights, but that's beside the point. On his way over, Frank is cocking his rifle, but immediately upon seeing this little guy, he starts to have a conversation. He's like, it's going to be all right, champ. I'm sorry I uh, you know, shot you earlier. I was a little bit scared. That wasn't his rifle. That's not a fucking detail that you need to correct that's me not- on. No, that's not his rifle. That's this is what important. you're going to take time out of your day to correct me on? He brought a gun. Someone gave him that rifle. <laughs> you're painting a picture to make him seem all cool and tough. It wasn't his rifle. Take your headphones off and walk the <laughs> fuck out of the room. <laughs> right now? Right now? Yeah, get the fuck out. Love you, Caleb. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Did you bring this guy here? No, I didn't. He just showed up at my house. Uh, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You'll miss me when I'm gone, don't worry. You have anything else to say beside the fact that that wasn't his rifle, technically? <laughs> I just felt like the gun would have been more effective. James and I both agree. We did have a pretty long conversation about why they like forced him to take this giant-ass bolt-action rifle whenever apparently he shot the thing with his handgun and they're in a fucking tunnel <laughs> with no sight. So, like, how is he going to shoot that thing in the tunnel at point blank range. And if it's like coming after you, you're going to, it's a bolt action. So you're going to have to like rebolt it after every shot. Whereas he was holding a revolver, which he could shoot much quicker. And it seemed much more effective. Brother, you're questioning (laughs) 
why they would give him a rifle when why the fuck are cops giving this guy a gun in the first place anyway? That's not their protocol. Why Why are you questioning the type of gun they're giving him? I was questioning. I was like, why the fuck are you handing this guy a gun? <laughs> they, they even make it a whole point, though. They're like, you know how to use a gun? You know how to use a rifle? Yeah. <laughs> He's like... And it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absurd. I'm like, what are you talking about? This guy has like been a problem half of this investigation, and then he's been like, kind, true. he's kind of been on your side for part of it, but he's kind of wishy washy, and he's kind of very close to this. Like, okay, cops aren't even supposed to like work on a case if they're too tied to it. But you're telling me you're gonna let the dad of the fucking demon baby hunt the demon baby with you? That seems very against any protocol ever invented. You're right. Uh, I got a question. I think I either made up a subplot or I missed a little nugget of it. Okay, hit me. Was one of these, the three main characters, because there's like the the dad, no, not main characters, but the three guys who are looking for this devil baby at the end. There's like the dad, the doctor, and then like the other guy who I think works for the police. Was one of them trying to apprehend it and like not kill it because they wanted to like, like, use it for tests or some shit yeah so there was like one side of this faction that wanted to donate the baby they they still wanted to kill it but they wanted to donate oh, okay. its body to science so they could study it and the other half uh wanted to destroy it and wanted no like no evidence of it ever existing gotcha that's i i thought there was something like that but then like at the end the guy who i thought was the one who wanted to kind of save it is the one who's like Everybody shoot! And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I think the whole plan was technically brought out by that guy with um, chin ball hair. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was just some guy that's like, you know, there's always some executive that's talking about like, well, you know what your life could be if you destroyed a baby? We could make baby? some Your money. life could be much better if you destroyed a baby. Ooh, dollar signs in your eyes, I see. <laughs> so he's there just for that. But okay, so yeah. this movie is coming to an end, which makes me very sad. But I do want to say something, and I know I'm up this movie's entire ass, but I'm going to do it some more. <laughs> I think there's something really, really charming about the last few minutes of the movie. Just something about the score mixed with the baby's blood-curdling screaming, the splashing of the water in the sewer, you know, the cops approaching, and then Frank's, like, newfound love for his baby that he tried to kill not too long ago. I think all of it just makes for, like, it just, it gets my heart racing. It just gets me, like, so, so pumped and antsy. I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. I do like how he doesn't go, like, full-on crazy like his wife did of, like, like, he still has enough in his mind like when he brings it out he's like hey just put your guns down like don't shoot it take it in experiment on it like do whatever you want but like don't just murder it out here for no reason like but he's not like full on like let me keep my baby and raise it in my basement you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it all tracks man he, he he's very level-headed at the end and i really appreciate that but I guess the end end is the standoff with the cops, you know? Frank ends up at the end of the road, champ, and they're like, drop the fucking baby or we'll kill you and the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm not giving him to you. Right up until he gets his look on his face and he like, it, his, his face metaphorically just says, fuck it. And he just throws his baby in the air. <laughs> throws it at somebody, at the cop. He throws it at the cop. He throw it. He literally just went. All right, I don't know what to do. Shoot the fucking thing. I'm done. It was like <laughs> it was him just saying like I'm over this situation. 
And this is whenever they these police officers put like 50 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> like they just don't stop shooting. <laughs> Which is again why I think Larry Cohen saying fuck 12. Like look at these fucking idiots. Dude, do you remember that uh that that uh uh that level in the campaign of Modern Warfare 2? I think it was no Russian. No. Mm -hmm. No, you go to an airplane terminal and you just walk through and you just literally just shooting everyone in sight. They did that to the baby. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, they did that to this baby. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It just keeps going. I, like, we had enough time to, like, look at each other and be like, why haven't they stopped shooting yet? <laughs> like, make a cup of tea, come back, they're still shooting the baby. <laughs> okay, so the, pro the problem that I have at the end of this, okay, he throws the baby at the cop, right? And then... No, this demon baby, okay? This is a demon baby, just sort of cop. It kills the dude, I'm assuming. Yeah, rips And then they out. shoot him. And then everyone's like patting this dude's shoulder that threw the demon baby like he wasn't going to get arrested right there. Like he, oh, just, that's threw, right. he just threw a demon baby at him and knowing that was going to attack people. Yeah, it actually is like pretty fucking hilarious. They're just like, all right, get him home now. And I'm just like, all right, that was a big yeah. day. Glad you get to go home and take a nap. It's been a rough day, champ. Let's get you some hot cocoa and put you to bed. Yeah, that is a good impressed. point. He did throw, like, basically a human weapon at a police officer. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, though, because, I mean, I'm sure that the, the baby was the cause of that man's death. But I can only imagine with all the rounds that were expended, many of those shots also went into that guy too. So it's probably one of those things where they're like, we're not going to blame you so that you can't blame us. So it's cool if I throw grenades then. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was a grenade. That actually is a great point because if you look up on like wiki like kills and shit like that, because I was kind of like iffy on the kills just because of the main like nursing thing in the beginning. I don't know exactly how many nurses were in that. Because did you have a problem right. like trying to figure out how many were killed in the beginning? Because it's kind of like flashing back and forth. And I'm like, how many were dead? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. So on like wiki kills, it does credit that last cop as a death from the police officers. Yeah, like maybe he could have been all right if they wouldn't have unloaded 50 rounds into the baby and him. Yeah, because the baby's still on the police officer, so they were just like, fuck it, just shoot. And they, <laughs> that cop and the baby were both Swiss cheese. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was like they were dead in the way that like everyone in the end of the Devil's Rejects should have been dead. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, 100%. So, yeah, that's what happens. And then, you know, cop's dead, baby's dead, they're fucked up. And you do see the baby on top of him, too. And James was, it was what James was talking about earlier when he looks very tiny, just like a little baby it's, doll it's with a Just bullet. a baby doll. <laughs> yep, it's just a baby doll. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, everyone's leaving. Uh, Frank is going home. Uh, Lenore is going home. And then the sheriff uh, is sitting there. And then there's like a cop in the back seat. And they're like, we just got word. Another one was just born. That's probably the best part. Like, I really like that that kind of like kind of shitty ghost story cliffhangery ending. Like, I really liked it. I think that's like the coolest intro into a sequel ever. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. And what's awesome too is that there is two sequels. There's another one where pretty much um, Frank goes off. He meets some other family, and he's just like, "Look, guys, this happened to me. It's gonna happen to you." You gotta save your fucking baby, bro. You know, you, you, we gotta, we're gonna do it. And then that one ends, and then 
there's a fucking island of babies and then you know it's it's the greatest series in the world i think we have to do the other ones pretty soon i want to i'm gonna watch them either way because now i'm just antsy but and the second one, it said there was three babies that were born like that. Three demon babies. We watched the trailers. We watched the trailer for the second one. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, the trailers for these are really good because they're yeah. like Amazing. they're like TV ad spots. Yeah. They're so good. And they're like, yeah, they're 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 they have just great dramatic voiceovers. It's really good. I like it a lot. See, the cool part about like the uh, the Blu-ray like trilogy set that I have is that it has like a bunch of the special features with a bunch of like the original oh, trailers yeah. and all that stuff and like commentaries with Larry Cohen and I just I love all of it. That's awesome. So I think um so I think there was about ten kills in this. There was also a musician that died but was only mentioned. And this is like a rough kill count. I did my best. I'm pretty. I'm like I I'm. I'm confident enough to say that I believe there was 10 kills in this, but the nurses yeah. are a little shaky in the beginning, so it's a little weird. Uh, there are no boobs in this, um, but I do want to move right into... There's lots of milk, though. Lots of milk. I recommend the fuck out of this. I would not <laughs> recommend this movie. Uh, it's it's not a bad movie by any means, but uh, it, it's not one that I would I would recommend to most people. You're stupid. The, uh, two stars. If I meet anyone weird like you, Caleb, I'll probably recommend it. But other than that, but if 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 you meet someone like that, they've probably already seen it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or if someone's like really into infants, uh, yeah, oh, whoa, demon infants. Avoid. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you rate this, Devonte? Oh, uh, <laughs> out of five. Out of five. Oh yeah, one and a half. Yeah, for sure. You guys are both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bullshit well first off i again i would recommend this for their recommendations i'm going to take both of them thumbs up as james does on his show uh um, i'm going to give this um a hundred uh chicken nuggies uh all of them and um i'm going to go ahead and say that this is a five-star movie and i will die on this fucking hill five-star movie yeah <laughs> this this and spider-man 3 are your five-star movies there's there's more, but yeah, those are two of them. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, before this viewing, I was actually a little lower. I was like, the first time I watched, I gave it a four, and then like a little bit after, it took me a few more watches, and then I gave it a four and a half. And then this time I watched it, and I was like, no, this is a perfect movie. Like I have so much fun watching it. I think it's so entertaining. I think it it it's just great. I love it. I love Killer Babies. They're great. I just think that this one's kind of. For me, it just takes itself a little bit too seriously. I want it to be sillier. It is silly, and it takes itself just serious enough. It is like the perfect balance. I'd, I'd be more interested in the sequels. This goes down at, in history as the best killer baby movie of all time. You haven't seen The Brood. I don't care. <laughs> you seen it? It's alive. Does a racer does a racer head count? It's alive. Is better. Oh, okay. Okay. I will die in this hell. You guys want to do a fuck Mary kill? Uh, Devante does because he's never done one. Uh, fine. You have Frank, <laughs> the father himself. You have. Hang on. Frank? Early Frank or later Frank yeah, when he gets all suave and sexy yeah. with his sunglasses? When he's crying. He's crying? So he's in tears. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. So this one's a little bit complicated because there aren't many characters in this, and I can't do the exact. I can't do one of them because it's a baby, so I want to do like the likeness of the build 
of the baby because it kind of looks like Ronnie from the Jersey Shore. So like a <laughs> adult human with the buffness of the demon baby and like, you know, some of the likeness as in like sharp claws and like, you know, teeth and stuff. So basically like we're not doing It's Alive 3, the island of the alive, but basically imagined imagine the fully grown babies a demon hu- a as it demon as adult. it reaches legal age sure okay yeah and then what's the third one and then you and okay me. so <laughs> so the guido demon baby is gonna die and then <laughs> and then uh man well wait but it's not a baby it's a guido demon man Oh yeah, Guido Demon. That's yeah. <laughs> I guess it's fine either way. We're killing yeah. it. So, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I guess you're sticking with me forever, Caleb. And I guess I'll do the dirty with what's his name? Hey, Frank John Riley from the <laughs> while <grave>. he's crying. <laughs> while he's crying, at least he's passionate about our lovemaking. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> James, what about you? Uh, I agree with all the above, uh, mostly just because um, Frank's crying. <laughs> so I, I definitely don't want to marry Frank perpetually crying for the rest of our lives. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, you know that he's a good actor. You can get him in like any role that involves crying. That's true. Well, guys, thanks for watching a great movie. That I'm, I'm sad that you guys didn't have as much fun as I did because oh, we had fun. Oh, yeah, but I'm sad that you guys didn't like it as much as I did, but it's fine. You know, not everyone likes It's Alive. I think everyone I've showed it to kind of hates it, but like I said, I'll die on this hill. I'll watch it alone for the rest of my life, and that's fine. I have uh, Island of the Alive, like I said, on VHS. I haven't watched it because I felt like I should watch the first two. I will give this one a viewing even before I see the second one. I'm excited to see an entire island of these demon babies. <laughs> that sounds like You fun. should watch two first. Let's do it, like, soon or something. Okay, sure. That's fine. Devante, thank you for coming on the show for the first time, and um, you know, thank you for watching killer baby stuff. Thanks for inviting me, and I'll have to cleanse my palate by watching Spider-Man three or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry that you've been, um, you know, only introduced to shitty movies so far, but I will say, uh, fuck you, don't attack me for that. That's not my fault. You went on James' show, not mine. This is the first time you went on my show, so so far I've only done one thing wrong, and honestly, it's your fault for thinking that this was wrong. <laughs> Love you. That it was. Oh, it's okay. Love you too, buddy. I'll take the fall for prom night. That was rough. That, that was rough. Yeah, fuck that movie, dude. Jamie Lee Curtis, you could do better. She's just dancing the whole movie. It's so shitty. Disco. It's like the worst Disco. movie I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why you would cover that. I had to watch it for 31 days of horror, and I was like, oh, I'm glad I watched it for this because I will never cover this. Because I had people <laughs> tell me it's really great, and I was like, okay, I, I have it, so we'll watch it, see what happens. Yeah, people like to say that. People say really stupid things, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um,. So I wasn't going to say this in the beginning of the episode, but James kind of fucking cut me off. Um, but hey, guys, uh, I never really talk about merch and like other stuff on this on these episodes because I forget that that's probably where I should say it because that's where most people pay attention to podcasts. Um, but I always do it on Instagram. So just for anyone that doesn't know, I have mugs available. Um, they have a uh, little horror soup artwork on it. I'll suck your blood artwork and scream artwork on it. Um, they're kind of like, I guess, a little dated now even though I just got them like two weeks ago because in those two weeks, the will Suck Your Blood artwork uh, has a new edition on it and then Scream artwork also has a new edition on it, both new faces. So Womp. even though I got them like two weeks ago, they're already outdated. But if you want to get they're those, vintage. you vintage. can email horrorstupidyahoo.com. And also... Um, Limited edition. 
What? Mm-hmm. Limited edition. Limited edition. That's true because I won't make them exactly like this again. Uh, I think there's like six left or something. So if you want them, just act fast. Um, and I also have some shirts available left. Uh, they're like from small to extra large. Um, I don't remember how many of each size I have left, but there's a couple variations. But they're uh, me and Bree, the old artwork. And, uh, you know, just trying to get rid of those because I have a few left and I haven't mentioned them in a long time. So. If you guys want those, they're $15 with free shipping now. Uh, they're cheap. So that's what I have to say about that. And also, I want to start doing... Um, I want to start answering fan questions. They could be about like pretty much anything like horror or like podcasting or I guess like dicks or something. And if you want to do that, you can send those <laughs> in to horsehoobyyahoo.com. And I'm just going to answer some of those at the end of episodes because I feel like it'd be cool. What, James? I have a question. Yeah. How much of your dick can you slice off for before it transitions from being not a big deal to at least kind of a big deal? A big deal in like what sense is like you can't use it anymore or is like it's uncomfortable or like untimely to like not good to look at or like as in maybe you should go to a hospital. I think Oh, I see where you're going. Fuck you. I was going to say any bit of it. <laughs> oh, were you now? Oh, were you going to say any bit of it? Here's the thing. I was going to say any bit, but the reason I didn't wasn't even just because of my specific situation, because I started thinking, because I was like, okay, any bit, because when I was thinking, I was thinking like actually like a tip or something like sliced off. Like I was thinking like in increments, you know, like you're starting at the tip of your dick and it's just slice, 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 slice like a ham. So, you know, I was thinking how many of those slices until you have to go to the hospital. And I was thinking in that sense, any of it, but mine wasn't slice off. Mine was just a cut. And you know what? I got a message about that the other day. My dick's fine. You got a message about it? A doctor? So if you guys want access to bonus episodes, polls to determine some of the movies I cover, movie commentaries, bonus video episodes, and much more, head over to patreon.com slash horrorsoup. Check out all of James' stuff, because James does podcasting. He does a thing called Night Shift Video. You guys probably know by now if you've ever listened to this show, because he's been on, like, probably half the episodes by now. But if you haven't, go check out Night Shift Video. It's on fucking YouTube. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on, um, it, what do they call this? Like, TuneCast or iHeartRadio or something? I don't fucking know. Like, does that, it pisses me off when people like are like, hey, dude, you're not on freaking uh, uh, Cast Supreme yet. Or when are you going to be on Smash Smash Cast Box? What, <laughs> what the actual fuck are you talking about? That does happen every once in a while. And I'm like, I, it, I have submitted to so many different platforms. If you can't find it, fuck off. Like, I don't even care anymore. Bro, like, how do you like, how do you eat? I wonder how people find some of those podcast players to begin with i'm like how do you even know that exists and how do you <laughs> trust it like i would immediately be like oh no that's a fucking virus like that's gonna steal all your information and i really just want to know why anyone has any need to use any podcast player that's not like apple Podcasts built or into I your phone or spotify yeah exactly is there a reason like i genuinely want to know if there is a reason like maybe i'm just missing something but I don't get it. Maybe they have to pay for the platform and then you just get more money for every click you get. But you don't. You can listen to podcasts for free on Spotify. I've seen some people say like, oh, well, you got to fucking pay to listen to podcasts on Spotify. I'm like, no, you don't. Nope. You literally don't. 
what about these deep platforms though these deep podcast platforms who the hell knows what they're doing <laughs> that's what i'm saying why are you fucking on it you know what? whatever well anyway go look at james stuff Devonte <laughs> is on those episodes sometimes he did blackula and apparently he thought that was pretty racist bad on you james um so go over to my patreon patreon.com slash horror soup where i'm not being uh, a, a terrible person like james uh follow the podcast on instagram at horror soup i'm on letterbox doing movie reviews at horror soup caleb and you guys uh finish this out say whatever you want defend yourself james you fucking piece of shit uh i'm gonna say two things first of all uh, i always get it's alive confused with the toby hooper uh alligator movie eaten alive i always get those confused in my brain okay um and then also uh Devante does have something to promote. Uh, Goofy Boy Wallace, check out his band, Goofy Ooh. Boy Wallace, on Spotify or the musics and stuff. It's great, fun stuff, fun stuff. Uh, new music coming soon too. That's very true. And me and James did preview it, and it is awesome. So go check it out. I very genuinely enjoy his music. It, James showed me oh, it yeah. before, and I will say. Seriously, go check out his music. He's a humble guy. He never even showed me his music. Like, James had to show me his music, and then I liked it, and then I posted it on my story once, and then he happened to see the story, and he was like, holy shit, you listen to my music? And I was like, yeah, you fucking never even told me it existed. A true artist right there, you know? A real a real fucking champion at his work. There you go. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. This was a long ass episode. We need a. This is gonna be a terrible edit. Say good. Say yeah, goodbye. You're gonna. Are we two? Are we? Yeah, we're two hours. Out. Yeah, this is gonna be <laughs> fucking goodbye. terrible. See ya. Grubs up, baby. Grubs up. Give me harasu. Give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Harasu. You like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me hard soup, give me, give me hard soup. Give it, give it, grubs up. Baby grubs up, give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup, horror soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply gobble on down some of the spooky stew. Wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up I'll do the washing up I'm getting full My belly's gonna burst Oh, can you see my psychic energy? Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me
give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. He can't even look after himself.